0: Hello, I'm Brandon Martini, a commercial pilot and flight instructor.
1: And I'm Carson Vasquez. I'm a private pilot.
0: And you're listening to the Aviation Mentors Podcast, sponsored by Stratus Financial. So
1: buckle up, because the Aviation Mentors are taking off.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to another amazing and awesome episode of the Aviation Mentors Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today. First off, we're having some great flying weather lately outside. I mean, I'm looking outside my window right now, and it's blue skies hardly any wind. I mean, this is what what flying is made of, don't you think, Carson?
1: Yeah, it is. And not only that, it's December and it's 80 degrees outside, at least where I'm at. So it's perfect weather to fly.
0: Yeah, it's 72 where I'm at by the beach. So it's really nice. I'm loving it. I can still go outside in shorts almost right now. It's fantastic for December. So sorry for everybody who's living in the snowy areas right now and I'm unable to fly, but you can fly vicariously through us. Today, we're going to talk about a few things. Before we get into our main topic today, I want to talk about something I saw online yesterday, and I know we've touched base a few times on it, but I've been watching one of my Facebook friends fly ski planes lately and even though it's the opposite of the weather around here, I want to fly a ski plane so bad. You have no idea. After watching them fly on these ski planes, it just looked like such a blast. So I think I'm going to put that on my list and like actually get it done, Carson. I mean, there's no reason why I haven't done it yet. Besides just, I haven't calendared it. Just like I tell you, you got to calendar something, right?
1: Yep. If you don't put it on the calendar, it's not going to happen. And doing it in the winter. Yeah. I got to say it's probably the only best time that you're going to get.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Only and best time, right? So We are actually not talking about ski planes today as much as I would love to talk about ski planes. That sounds like a fun topic for another day, but like I said on the last time we talked about them, we need to get somebody who actually flies them so we can talk about it on here. So we haven't heard anybody yet talk about those ski planes, and I I know that one Facebook friend, so I have to need to reach out to her and find out what she's doing with those ski planes because I don't know if she's just doing kind of a a sign-off for them or what's going on, but... I need to reach out to her for sure. But today we're going to talk about something that is near and dear to Carson's heart, especially. And I've done several of these. And Carson, what is that? That's a
1: flight review, Brandon. We were talking about flight reviews and uh, Brandon gave me a whole scenario. I asked him, I said, what should we do today? What are we going to talk about? He said, let's talk about getting a flight review, but putting it on hold because relationships and work and family and everything gets in the way. And I said, that sounds really specific. He's like, does that does that resonate with you? You you feeling that one? <laughs> and uh I said, Yeah, actually, let's do it. <laughs>
0: By the way, my my text to him was way more colorful and fun. <laughs> but uh, but that was the that was the the gentle version. And he was he did. He said, That sounds way too specific. I was like, huh. And I did. I said, does that resonate with you? You said, kind of. I said, well, it's not kind of. That is you. So let's get on that. So uh, today we're talking about biannual flight review or just a flight review like the FAA likes to call it nowadays or BFR for anybody a little bit older school. And uh, the fact that Carson needs one before he can go flying, because although I fly quite often still, Carson, do you remember the last time you flew? I do. All right. When was it?
1: I think June.
0: June. So we are six months later right now, five months later, whatever, whenever it was in June, depending on, right? So that is quite a while. And before that, when was your last BFR? It was over two years ago, obviously.
1: That was actually my private pilot check ride. as my, my flight review.
0: Oh yeah. I forgot about that. And what month did you get your private pilot check ride in?
1: Uh, April.
0: April. So obviously you flew with a flight instructor last June because you wouldn't have had a BFR and be current then. So.
1: I did indeed because the last one before that was February.
0: <laughs> wow, it's like six months intermissions. We need to change this. So, by the way, for everyone thinking Carson's a, a fraud on the Aviation Mentors podcast uh, because he doesn't fly very often, only twice this year, uh, maybe a few extra times before that. But no, he's not. He works in aviation every day uh, because he works at Stratus, and uh, we help people fund their dreams every day. Right? So. We talk aviation every single day, Carson. I mean, we're, we're texting, we're talking relentlessly. We talk flying all the time. Honestly, we both should be flying more. I mean, I really like having like four or 500 hours a year. That's my preferred uh, number of hours that I like to fly. But at least you should have at least 20 <laughs> or 50, maybe. I mean, that would be the, the ideal fun, fun thing to do. And there was even a spotlight on Carson today. Um, and he said that all the Stratus staff should get free flight time. And actually, I kind of like that idea. So I'm going to bring that up at the next uh, next meeting and see where we get from there and be kind of cool. And our producer, Mark, just gave his thumbs up too on a, on the call. And he's like, oh, I think we should do that. That sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, so I think we might be able to to try that out. I'm going to meet Mark for the first time in, uh, in March. So you know what I'm going to try to do? I'm going to try to get some airplanes set up for us and see if we can make that happen. I don't know. We'll see. We're doing this big resort thing. We're doing an employee appreciation weekend in March, uh, for, for two nights, three days. So it'll be a blast. I can't wait for it, but I digress. We're on to Carson, not with Mark. And even though we're going to, we're going to make Mark a pilot one day, we are going to, uh, make Carson a pilot again. (laughs) So we need to get him flying some more. So like Carson said, and like I said, on my kind of starting out conversation, everything in life gets in the way. I mean, This isn't not normal for somebody who gets their private pilot certificate. I would say most people who just want to do this for fun, they start out fully energetic and get their private pilot certificate. Or sometimes they struggle to finish just because they start out so strong and then they realize it's, oh, it's kind of difficult. I need to get this figured out and I need to go take a written test that's pretty hard and I need to go take a check ride, and I need to be proficient and I need to learn how to land and I, I need to know this whole book called the the ACS and I need to be able to, to, uh, to be proficient in all these areas in the ACS. And it's kind of daunting. So I understand the, the reason behind it and why people kind of work hard to get it done, but there's other reasons. One, it's expensive. Carson, can you uh, afford to go fly 20 times a month?
1: No, uh, not anymore. You know, I could actually, if I had Stratus paying for it.
0: (laughs) Yes, you could do it that way, but, but just on a salary, most, most people are not I mean, even if even if you make 200 grand a year, you most people can't, can't go fly 10, 20 hours a month. It's just really not that feasible. So when you want to fly a lot, you probably need to buy an airplane usually.
1: And not only buying an airplane, uh, the people that are really smart about it actually end up saving up the money. And then they fly 20 times a month because they have that money saved up specifically for this. And no one, except for, you know, people that fly commercially or have a job in aviation or something like that are going to be flying 20 times a month um it's just it's not realistic it's super expensive it's time consuming uh even the maintenance on the plane could could eat up some of that time so it's just not that realistic to fly 20 times a month uh, as yes. much as we, and 20, obviously 20, i'm based on 20 times yeah. a
0: month but you don't have to fly 20 times a month to stay current you just need to to keep current with your three takeoffs and landings, to be with the passenger and, and have your biennial flight review done. Like we're talking about today, mm-hmm. things like that to stay current uh, proficiency is a total different thing, which we've talked about before, uh, but life does get in the way. So even flying a couple times a month, life gets in the way. I know Carson has this relationship. He's in that takes some of his time. He just moved to a new house that takes some time. Uh, And work obviously takes a lot of time, especially when you're working for a company that's growing drastically um, at an exponential rate. So all of these things really take a ton of time away from you. So you have to figure out what's your priority. So, Carson, is your priority flying or your girlfriend? You better answer this right. Maddie will not be happy.
1: Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Yes,
0: exactly. Girlfriend. yes. So, So. But flying has to take a priority a little bit because you always have to, and this is kind of for all of our listeners, you have to think about kind of your self health and what makes you happy in addition, because obviously making your partner happy is, is usually an important thing and makes you happy in the long run. I know I've, I've been there several times before, Uh, but you have to do what makes you happy. And so for me lately, I still fly quite a bit, um, which is nice, but what makes me happy is learning a new skill. So I bought this guitar that's sitting next to me in my office right now that I have not learned how to play. Uh, But in 2024, I am getting lessons and I'm going to learn how to play it. Uh, And for the end of this year, I wanted to do a couple things. I wanted to get my level one wine sommelier certificate, uh, which I was successfully completed this year. So I have that hanging on my wall now. And then I also wanted to learn how to scuba dive uh, because I've been really nervous about it. It's been kind of a, a thing that's been stressing me out, but I don't like I don't like having to be scared of something. I like to take on my fears and, and just go after it. So I've been working on that scuba diving stuff, but that's taking care of the things that I need to take care of to make me feel good. So I always encourage people, make sure you put yourself ahead of others sometimes, Uh, not all the time. Obviously you need to give and uh, I'm not trying to preach here, but you need to give, you need to be happy. You need to, to make sure that the people in your life are really happy with you and and what you're doing for them but sometimes you really need to take care of yourself and and if you're into flying if you're listening to this podcast and you're in into flying you need to go out there and go fly once a month fly twice a month stay proficient stay current and that way when your bfr comes around it's not going to be a big ordeal um so in carson's uh kind of place where he's at right now carson what do you think you're going to need to do on your bfr because you've only flown a couple times this year I don't know how many hours how many hours have you flown since your check ride?
1: Um, I think put on 175.
0: That's that's pretty good for two years, actually. <laughs> that's actually really good. Yeah. That was a lot higher than I was expecting you to say.
1: But I put on a lot of hours in that arrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, you did put a lot of hours on that arrow. That's neat. So what what do you think it's gonna take for you to get uh situated on that BFR? And I'm gonna let you know if I think it's correct. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, I'm going to go with the the two biggest categories um, that every private pilot and student pilot worry about, and that's airspace and weather. My knowledge on those completely lacking. I can still read, um, I can still read a lot. I I can still read, wow, pretty much everything. I was just looking at aviationweather.gov, and I can read all these. (laughs) I don't have a problem with TAFs. I don't have a problem with METARs. I, I can read it, no problem. But I think getting getting a little bit more into the theory of it and, you know, where where wind comes from. Um, that was something I studied for my check ride. And the second you said you passed, that went straight out the window.
0: All it is in the exchange of heat, Carson. That's all it is.
1: I know it is. I just, you know, I can't get into the different types of fog.
0: And oh, You want to talk about fog?
1: Let's talk about fog. I know <laughs> you, like talk, you love weather. Brandon loves weather. Hated it when he was a student pilot. And now it's his favorite thing to teach. He tells everyone the same story. I've heard a million times, so I'm just going to get ahead of it. And that's the story, guys. Brandon loves weather.
0: I do love weather. Yeah, because my instrument check ride, my DPE told me, "Well, you're not going to be a weatherman." And uh, but I but I knew I knew the, enough to pass my check ride, so that was good enough for me at the time. And then after I heard that you're not going to be a weatherman, I was like, "You're right. I'm never going to be a weatherman. TV's not my jam." There's a reason why this is audio, uh, but. <laughs>
1: Face made for radio.
0: <laughs> yeah, face made for radio. No, but we're gonna we're coming out. I'm telling you, we're gonna come out with YouTube soon with uh with with video, especially since I lost hundred pounds. I think I my face can can withstand the uh the subject on uh on TV now. But I I don't think that your issue really, Carson, is going to be the uh the theory and the ground portion. So a BFR mandatory, you have to do an hour of ground, hour of flight. Uh I don't think I think Carson's going to need more than an hour of ground just to kind of go over everything because it's been so long. I think that's going to be beneficial, but I don't think that's where he's going to lack because we talk about aviation stuff all the time. We talk about ground stuff all the time. We talk about it in the podcast. We talk about it outside the podcast. So I don't think that's going to be your weak point, to be honest. Especially how much trouble I give you about weather.
1: And I do quite a bit of studying just for these episodes.
0: So I think that the the issue you're going to have is actually the the, the hard skills in flying. Now, you you may may remember most of them, but you're going to be very slow on a checklist, um, which is okay. I mean, you need to take it one by one and check or check to item by check to item, but you're not going to have your flows anymore. Um, Those are going to take some time to redevelop. And then also just landing an airplane. Now, granted, you've got 200 hours or whatever you have now, and you, you have, once you're at around 200, 250 hours, you start Realizing the exact point that you should be landing and and where you should I don't like using the word flare, so I use the word transition to landing, transition from flight to to landing, and those are the skills that go away first, um, and so to things like stall recovery and trim settings, those are the little things that you need to work on. So I'm assuming it's going to take you a couple flights at a bare minimum uh, to to complete your BFR, and a lot of people are are stressed about that. Well, I've got to spend money on an instructor. Guess what? Your your uh, insurance company is really going to like that you spent time with an instructor. So long term, when you get an airplane, they're going to ask you how much uh, how much instructional time you have, and the higher number that's on there, the cheaper your insurance rates typically are. So, I think that you should do more, uh, even if it costs your wallet a little bit more.
1: Well, another thing, uh, especially from the time I was working in a flight school, was people would always come in expecting to do an hour of flight, an hour of ground, the bare minimum. And like Brand said, it's not always beneficial, but you should want more time. Um, you should go in expecting to spend more time. It typically is going to take more time because there's things like Brian just mentioned, like those hard skills. Um, I, I forgot all my flows. I'm not, I'm not flying every day, so I'm not, I'm not familiar with what I need to be doing. And I'm not familiar with what's going to happen in a different kind of plane. And that's something I need to regain. So I'm, I'm okay spending more time. And it's an expectation that I'm going to spend more time in this BFR. So one of the comforting things, though, is that the things that I learned from experience at 50 hours, 100 hours, 200 hours, uh, those were all points that I learned something only from experience. Like pitch for airspeed, power for altitude. That's something that you were taught, but it's not something you understood until you had the experience. And that's something that I mean, it's not going to go away. So that understanding... And the understanding of where I am and where what a mile looks like in the air, that's not going to go away. And that's comforting, at least, because those things are hard to learn. And I'm not going to have to go back through that in a BFR.
0: You're right. And I don't know who you're going to have to do your BFR, if, it's, if you're lucky enough to have me, Carson, uh, oh, it's gonna if, be if you, you want. Okay. Oh, yeah, oh,
1: there's no way I, I can fly with anyone else at this point. You've, you've given me too much. You give me too much crap. We have to fly together.
0: <laughs> yeah, we have to go fly. We got to go do it. Um, I think it would be a blast. Um, you know what? Maybe we should make it a rating. We should do a BFR and make it a rating and then get your seaplane rating. You know how much fun that would be? That would be super fun. Yeah. Let's see if we can. Let's see if weight and balance will allow us to do that in the icon and make it happen.
1: I'm, I'm good with that. We can for a couple weeks. We uh, turn that into a rating. I think we can do it.
0: I think it would be a blast. So by the way, you don't have to just do the BFR and go based on that advisory circular. You can actually do another rating, uh, which is always an option. So if Carson was really close to his instrument rating or, or commercial rating or something like that, then we could do that as well. And those are typically even better because now you've really learned some new hard skills and now you can put them to uh, test and, uh, and task, uh, which is fantastic. So uh, we also said that other things get in the way. I use the relationship one because Carson's young and in love, but there's also other ones that are, are kind of more common. I mean, obviously a lot of people are young and in love, but, uh, there's something even more common and that is work gets in the way.
1: Being old and cynical.
0: <laughs> yeah. I Like you said, old and single. I was like, thanks so much. Not that old person, uh, <laughs> uh, old and cynical. Yes. That also, that also is one too, but it's actually just work gets in the way. I know that work has gotten in the way of me flying as much as I like to this year, uh, but work gets in the way for everybody. It's hard to, to go flying, especially if you have kids and a family. A lot of people stop flying because of that, and you just have to make the conscious decision that you are going to make yourself and flying a priority, and if you don't, it'll never happen. Like I I joked with Carson about if you don't calendar it, it will never happen. So I just got him a Christmas present. That's a little early actually. So he knows about it, but I told him just to calendar it. Now, if you don't calendar it now, it's never going to happen. So calendar it, just be ready for it. Um, it's going to be, it's, it's fantastic, but if you don't calendar it, it'll never happen because something else will take its place and you'll just never do it. So I like to encourage everybody to calendar, whatever you want to do. And that includes flying. And if you end up getting skunked out by the weather, then calendar another day and just keep on trucking along and going forward. I know nowadays around this time, the weather might be a little uh, iffy. So, um, but yeah, so those are kind of the main things that kind of screw you up on a BFR. And I know a lot of people resonate with that. Just know that it just might take you a couple extra flights. It just doesn't mean it's that minimum hour flight and hour ground. Uh, most BFRs aren't done in that by the way. Um, I mean, if you're a really proficient pilot and you're always flying the same airplane all the time, and then maybe yes, you can get done in that amount of time, but if if you're not a, a a pilot that flies every day day in and day out and you're you and you need to le- relearn some skills, it might take you a few flights. Don't be don't be worried about it. It's just part of the process. and And remember, it's fun to go fly with somebody else. So just pretend that instructor you're flying with is your friend. I know that's what Carson's going to do. He's going to pretend I'm his friend, and uh, and we're going to end up flying together.
1: It's going to be hard to pretend, but I think I can get through it. <laughs>
0: you know what i didn't do i didn't pull up my sound uh my sound bar today sorry everybody i know everyone's disappointed i can't put the laughing sounds right now but that'll be safe for next next episode i'll guarantee it
1: give everyone a break
0: all right, fine. With that being said, Carson, I want you to calendar this BFR. Let's get it done in January. I know December is pretty busy, uh, but let's calendar this VF- BFR. Let's get this or sorry, flight review FAA. I know you're listening to us. Uh, <laughs> make sure you calendar this flight review and uh, and let's get this uh, get this done. What do you think?
1: Deal. Let's do it first thing. Um, first thing, January. Let's make that my birthday present. That's gonna be a, right. It's gonna be my BFR.
0: Perfect. I might not even charge you for the instruction
1: what did you say
0: i said i might not even charge you for the instruction if you if you phrase it for birthday present wow
1: it's my (laughs) (laughs) make-a-wish
0: yeah i was hoping my christmas
1: present would be an airplane but i think that's a 2024 christmas present so we can shove that off for a year sorry i got
0: you a pretty good one
1: though don't you think an amazing one i'm so excited about it but perfect uh i'm really excited to do my bfr i i love being current and i love that ability but uh, to just go and get in an airplane and go fly to just book an airplane and fly to go take brand's airplane and fly. Um, without telling <laughs> <them>. <laughs> But it, having that ability to just go fly, that's the freedom that we've all chased. That's why we became pilots. And if you're a student, that's why you're becoming a pilot ultimately it comes down to that freedom and the ability to go and do something you love. And I'm excited to get that back. It's, it's going to be a good feeling to just have that thing you can go and do. And, also something pretty cool to tell everyone about, as we know.
0: It really is. So, Well, thank you guys uh, for listening uh, today. I hope uh, I put your mind at ease about the biennial flight review. I know we didn't get deep into what a biennial flight review is, uh, but we just talked about some of the causes and problems that happen in life and uh, make it so you're going to have to get one anyways, um, especially after you're no longer current uh, and obviously definitely not proficient. So thanks for listening, everybody. We're looking forward to, uh, to flying with you, and I'm looking forward to flying with Carson in January. And uh, maybe we'll do some episodes from the sky. I think that would be a blast. I think that's what we should do. I've got the GoPros. I've got the audio equipment that we can plug into the radios. We need to make that happen. So, Mark, make sure that you, uh, you remind us that we're doing this, and we're going to calendar it, everybody. We're calendaring it, and we're going to do it. The only thing to derail it will be weather. And if weather derails it, we're maybe we'll just do a live bfr ground lesson but that means everyone's gonna have to listen to us yap for over an hour um each time uh rather than our normal 20 or 30 minutes
1: and we are so good at yapping for an hour that is, that is a talent and to cut it off at a 20 minute episode is tough for us we can keep talking yep.
0: it really is it really is so with all that being said uh, thank you for listening to us. If you want to reach out, uh, you can always uh, reach us via email. Brandon at AviationMentors.com for me. For Carson, it's Carson at AviationMentors.com.
1: And as wrap-up for the day, remember, we're here to guide you in your aviation journey. So fly safe and let's get super current together. See ya.